What's good, peeps? Welcome to an indefatigable artist podcast. I am your host, Bleas, just a multimedia artist living in the 21st century. For those who don't know what the indefatigable artist is about, it's about alleviating depression for those carrying the weight of yesterday. It's about alleviating anxiety for those fearing the worry of tomorrow. It's about alleviating presence for those not enjoying the whimsicality of today. It's about self-expression, creating no matter what. Episode 39, Insatiable Fires. I have hit save draft on my posts more in the past month than I have in the previous three years. I have found that it's not healthy to argue on social media apps. What am I doing? to promote such negative behavior. I am now taking some self-responsibility for my actions on these apps. As I've come to realize, everyone thinks they are right. So to post about any given situation, no matter the stance, whether I think it's righteous or not, It's a matter of perspective. Good and bad are a matter of perspective. Where I stand, where I am coming from, is that all killing is bad. That a person should never be allowed to kill another person under any circumstance why I love Batman so much. He doesn't kill. No killing. That is his only rule, that he doesn't kill. I've always loved that about his character. No matter what, no other person should kill another. That is where I stand. The death penalty doesn't work. It doesn't deter people like people think it does. That's a Opinion-based belief versus evidence-based facts. And with my focus being emotional intelligence, how creativity can enhance emotional intelligence. It's trying to get at the root causes of the behavior that we are seeing in humanity in 2023. What are the causes of these atrocious effects? And being an artist, I try to then harness that powerful energy I'm feeling, that frustrated energy about these situations, and to release it creatively. I want to address these issues in a way that can get others to see it from a different 
perspective. And this is very hard to do on the timeline. It's hard to get a fully nuanced perspective in a short post, especially when most aren't even going to read the entire post, even if you do put it out there. And again, everyone thinks they are right in their viewpoint. No matter how far out there it is, everyone thinks they are coming from a place that is right. I want to start on the foundation that all killing is bad, no matter who is doing the killing and for whatever reason they use to justify it. Killing another human being is wrong and should not be allowed in any circumstance. From there, we can have talks about what is leading to the killing of other humans in this way. And every time I look at the timeline, I see more and more of it. Then I see the sensationalism of it all, selling the hype, creating more ad revenue, more clicks, more engagement. Then people are talking about it just so they can get the engagement on it. So they talk about it more and more and more. Gets more divisive. And more divisive, the better, because it gets more exposure. Ultimately, it's selfish intent, which is having disastrous outcomes. The sensational, sensationalism of war airing it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. War as entertainment. Entertainment for millions. We'll come back to you after a short break. Roll the ad and we're back from break. Here are some more war images. When will the ground invasion occur? When, when, when? We are seething at the mouth, waiting for this to happen. Get us more shots of devastation. This is selling millions. Filming the downfall, all for clicks, clicks, clicks. Then the Warhawks are into it as they can continue their contracts and make a profit from it all. More bombs means more profit. Again, in my definition of good, there is no killing. A good guy with a gun does not stop a bad guy with a gun because a good guy wouldn't kill another. The pen is stronger than the knife. Use that pen to fill in the bubble and vote. Most do not have the public interest in mind. Most politicians do not have the public interest in mind. They have their own self-interest in mind to make more money. America doesn't call it bribing. They call it lobbying. Lobbying for laws to be written is a very lucrative business for politicians. And these laws are not in the best interest of the public at large, which is proven time and time again. How do some of the poorest states have the richest politicians? Where does the money come from? And this is not taking aim at any one party. I am purely an independent. In 2016, a true independent would have saved the situation, at least made it better, but it was robbed of that chance. Bernie would have beaten Trump, and the lobbyists 
just could not have that. They were in the Clinton pocket too deep and for too many decades. She pressed them, saying it was her time, like she was owed it. I say bullshit. They are both wings of the same bird, and that bird is corporate greed. It is the greedy versus the needy, and I am on the side of the needy. There aren't developed countries and underdeveloped countries. There are exploitative countries with an army and overexploited countries with a weak army. Violence has many forms. Violence occurs in many ways. The more hidden, the better. The more discreet and cloudy, the better. Keep one side fighting the other over something stupid keeps them distracted. As long as they're distracted, they don't come together and come after the 1%. 99 to 1. That is what the teams really are. But as long as they can keep it at 50.8% to 47.5%, then they can stay in control and keep writing laws they pay politicians to pass. And I'm not naive enough to say that it would ever be a perfect 99 to 1, but it could get to 67 to 70%, given a chance. That, I do believe, can happen. What we have to do is follow the money. I want to break down the income of all politicians. I want to roll back Citizens United. The public has the right to know where this money is coming from. They should all be heavily scrutinized for every dollar they receive. We all have bills to pay. We all have mouths to feed. We don't need the wealthy becoming more wealthier while the children are going hungrier and hungrier. We can differ on petty issues after that. There needs to be a time where we can put aside petty differences and face some serious issues. Political corruption is more and more evident, and people have the power to do something about that. And we're seeing now that there are real political fascist terrorists in the government who are trying their best to rule by force. And that is being seen in the separation of the Republican Party, where they couldn't even elect a speaker. And for the first time in history, voted to oust a speaker. This group is finally going after their own in the party. They have finally become so extreme that they are tearing the Republican Party apart. They want to deny the popular vote, put in their fascist pig. It reminds me of the scene in Gangs of New York where Bill the Butcher's candidate loses the election. So he goes and kills the Irish barber who beat him, saying, now that's the minority vote. They want to rule by brute force. They feel their long-held grip on this country is loosening and they aren't going down without a fight. Instead of just accepting change, accepting that the United States has and will always be a melting pot of various cultures, a country where 
everyone is accepted for who they are. That every soul walking this earth is beautiful and has something unique to offer. We have to nurture that. We have to encourage that, not demean it and make people feel not welcome here. Hatred for others isn't inherent. Fear of others, fear of the unknown, fear of fear itself, which is why being afraid is a mental state that we must overcome. It is a mental state that must be overcome. This comes with emotional intelligence, which I do believe needs to be taught early and often in people's lives. I'm tired of seeing the same issues from 100 years ago arise again. It shows we have not learned from past mistakes that history can be a matter of perspective, just like the words good and bad. Again, there has to be some common ground here. Evolution is not about competition. It's about cooperation. If a species cannot cooperate with each other, they cannot survive. I am not saying all of humanity will be wiped out, but how many of the over 8 billion people would survive a world war? Fire is as natural as the forest it feasts on. Sometimes you have to burn it all down to allow for new growth. It is the natural way of life. And it feels like we are at a boiling point. And maybe my words will fall on deaf ears now. And maybe we will have to come back to a message like this for it to be well received and listened to. Whenever I say that, all killing is bad. It's usually scoffed at. Like that's not the way the world works. People have been killing each other for so long. It's become normalized to a point where we can't envision a world without it. And certainly there will always be killing. But I do think we can minimize that to a much better extent than it is right now. And I do think. That begins by looking within. We have to start investing more in emotional intelligence. And looking at the iPad generation, I worry that we are going in the wrong direction. Like almost every other aspect of humanity right now, going in the wrong direction. New York is sinking, so let's build more skyscrapers. Miami is flooding every time it rains, so let's spread out more concrete and pavement to create more runoff. Humanity, stupidity. It's sticking a middle finger up to Mother Nature. It's saying, I hear what you are saying with your screaming storms, but fuck you. I have money to make and you're not going to stop me. Oh, this condo will be underwater before the people even get done paying it off. Sucks to be them. Hope they pay for their overpriced insurance. Idiots. Mother Nature allowed us to get to this point on the evolutionary scale, and we are saying, fuck you. We are like the spoiled teen who lashes out at their parents. We are fucking around and have been for a long time, especially in the last hundred years. 
And now we're fucking finding out. We're killing each other and killing this planet at a rapid rate. If we can't see what is truly wrong with that, if we can't come to that understanding sooner rather than later, then we deserve everything we have coming for us. What I will continue to do is what I can about the situation. I will be approaching it as an artist and hopefully get others to see these issues from a different perspective. I have some passion projects that I'm working on right now and we'll be sharing in the near future. So be sure to check out the Bleece Art Twitch channel and Bleece YouTube channel where I will be putting out more there. I know I went into some controversial topics, but I had to vent. I've been refraining from doing so on the timeline, but saw this episode as an opportunity to just get out how I feel about our current situation. I've been doing these morning writings and they have been transformative for myself. Um, Whenever I feel the need to post, I just write it out there. Uh, don't have to share it with anybody right now. I just am documenting how I'm feeling in this in these moments. So even this episode isn't sharing all of what I have uh, written in these past few weeks here. Um, but I did have to say something on it. As I do think future generations will look back at this time and say, where did you stand on these issues? What were you doing? What were you saying? What were you trying to do in that situation? Silence only helps the oppressor, not the oppressed. I feel not saying something is actually worse. If the populace continues to be 50-50 on issues and continues to stay divided, it's almost as if they're living on two separate continents at this point. Then the 1% of people will continue to exploit The other 99%. I believe we have to raise our standards as a whole. We have to want a better future for future generations. Just because we were raised a certain way doesn't mean we don't have the ability to change, to unlearn that shit. That is the only way we can progress and evolve, is through change. The only way a species can survive is to change. Either we preemptively change our behavior or Mother Nature will force us to change sooner or later. Before closing this episode out, I just want to read an excerpt from the first novel, Lease. This is from page 40, chapter 4. The only saving grace was most beings he encountered were so infatuated with their portable eye pokes that they barely noticed their surroundings. Most strolled right past him or ran into him without even acknowledging his presence. Their thirst for entertainment was insatiable. Orby was interested in the games when he was younger. Who didn't? want to escape reality. We are sure you have something to say, but you can just stop now. We don't care what you think. 
We have nothing else to do. We are living the life now. We are young. We do what everybody does. We don't care what you think. We will cram your comments down your throat, old consumption, fat miserian. We will cram your comments down your throat till you can puke up a good excuse as to why we shouldn't kill you. We are living it up while you sit there and do nothing, watching others live their lives, judging and critiquing on their every move. We have something to say. We will stop you now. We know what you think. We have everything else to do. Orby walked a few miles and took several turns before reaching a paved orange road which led to the creature mover. He passed few others until this crowded thoroughfare. He saw mostly cerise-skinned consumptions heading in various directions in one giant mob. There were some amaranthine-skinned Miserians and even a few malachite-skinned creatisans, the only ones not sucked into their portable eye pokes. Eye pokes, just like light boxes, were created to program consumptions to become totally oblivious to the physical world around them. Destroy the ones that birthed me. Kill father. Fill mother. Here is my mind. Abuse me. Fuck it all. Then rape me. Penetrate me with your needle. Take me any way you want me. They were living in an illusion, drilled with the eye poke needle again and again. All Orby wanted was to get some pineapple and get away from these chaotic consumptions. I believe we have to hope for a better future. If not, what's it all for? Why bother? We also have to take some self-responsibility and do what we can to make change happen. And for everyone, that foundation is voting. And then doing what we can outside of that. We can have petty differences later on. Let us not focus on those right now. There are some serious issues that need to be attended to first and foremost. The sooner we can do that, the better off we all will be. It would be a luxury then to have debates on lesser important issues. Let us go further one step at a time. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can also stay up to date at bleese.com and sign up to our free newsletter. And if this is my last episode ever, and one of these times that will be true. So I want to say it now, because if not now, when? But I just want to say before I go, one last thing. And if it's the last thing I ever say, I want it to be this.